Small Farm Nation is sponsored by Farmers Web, software for your farm. Farmers Web helps farms inform buyers of available product, handle orders, simplify customer interactions, and reduce the administrative load. So check them out at farmersweb.com. Forget having a website and building a respected farm brand. All you need is an automated sales funnel, right? Hey, it's Tim Young of SmallFarmNation.com. Today, I'll walk you through sales funnels, product launch formulas, and marketing gimmicks that you may want to use but likely should avoid. Hey there, thanks for joining me again this week. So you've probably heard the phrase sales funnel, right? I mean, it's not a new phrase or concept at all, but it's possible that it's new to you. Now, over 20 years ago, we referred to it as a marketing funnel or a purchase funnel. And it's, you know, a good visual metaphor to understand the process of taking someone who's unfamiliar with your business, you know, a complete stranger, through a process that results with them becoming a paying customer. Yay! So the top of the funnel is wide open, of course. I mean, there's a lot of potential customers. And like a funnel you use to pour gas in your mower, the funnel narrows all the way down until just a little gas, or customers in this case, drip out of the bottom. Now, in the old days, you know, back in the 90s or whatever, the idea was to use marketing tactics to nurture prospects through this funnel. I mean, that would start out with qualifying them as they entered to find out if they were even a prospective customer at all or a tire kicker, and then feeding them marketing materials that would ultimately lead to a purchase. Now, those marketing materials in a B2B context would be things like white papers or case studies, product demos, and things like that. And even though as a farm, you know, we're in B2C worlds with different marketing tactics at our disposal, the process is pretty much the same. It hasn't really changed much. The difference today is marketing automation and those tools. Now, today I see a lot of folks saying things like, you only need a sales funnel as a farm marketer. And what they're most often referring to is based on something called the product launch formula, or PLF for short. It's a really well-known formula made popular by Jeff Walker. And when I say really well-known, I mean for people like me who like are into marketing or follow this kind of stuff, it's well-known in our world. If you haven't heard this, that's okay. I'm going to walk you through this whole thing. So before I give you some caution about implementing this PLF approach for your farm or your local food business, let's just examine the product launch formula in a nutshell. Okay, so this is Jeff Walker's product launch formula. Even if you've never heard of it, you've likely experienced it if you've bought any type of digital or high-end product. And as I walk you through it, you're probably going to recognize it. And the reason I want to talk about this today is because I've seen and heard people increasingly say to farmers that, all they need is a sales funnel. Often they're going to say things like, you don't even need a website, nothing else, just a sales funnel. And I have some pretty strong opinions about that that I'd like to share today. But first, let's just explore what it is, what these tools like click funnels and deadline funnels are for, and how Jeff Walker's product launch formula approach works. Because most of these marketing automation tools like click funnels and deadline funnels, if you've ever heard of those, are based on Jeff Walker's tactics. 
Now, namely, these all rely on the tactics of scarcity or FOMO, the fear of missing out. And you've heard me discuss those marketing tactics on earlier episodes of Small Farm Nation. Now, at the heart of Walker's product launch formula is the need to generate excitement about a product launch, you know, buzz. Now, I know that you may be thinking about your farm products not as a product launch, but they can be if you think about it. For instance, we're announcing a limited number of heritage turkeys for the season, or I have a new CSA that I'm launching, or we have a limited supply of grass-fed beef coming up. You can market any type of farm product that you can think of and think of it as a product. And with the PLF or the product launch formula approach, you learn to think with a product cycle mentality. And the fundamental idea is that you generate excitement about a product launch, something new that's coming up, and you offer incentives and free stuff to nudge people towards purchases. Now, in the digital world, these free things are usually online training videos or you know, on a farm, it can be things like free recipes or whatever, but you give something for free to show the value of what you're launching. That's going to be a crucial part of the PLF model, as you'll understand in just a second. Then after that, you use the element of scarcity to trigger purchases. Now, that's really all there is to the product launch formula. You generate excitement and buzz about an upcoming product launch. You give away something of value, some free stuff, and then you trigger purchases using FOMO and scarcity. You're going to miss out. Act now. That's it. That's all there is to it. Now, implementing the PLF model normally happens in several stages, and I suspect you've experienced these. So from a marketer's perspective, the first stage is a pre-launch, or it's often a pre-pre-launch stage. Now, the goal here of this stage is to create buzz or momentum, kind of like you can think of it like starting a snowball, to create some anticipation about something that's upcoming, something that's new, something that's limited. Again, this could be farm events. Maybe you have a limited number of seats at a cheese appreciation dinner or a farm event. It could be farm classes with limited number of spots. It could be a new delivery spot or a new drop location, something you have only a limited number of spots for. Because as a farmer, you can only produce so much product, right? So scarcity is actually built into what you're offering. There's only so much. You, can't, you can scale online digital products pretty much to infinity, but you can't do that in farming. So the idea here is that you announce something to create buzz. And the very first marketing step is to create what's called a landing page. Now, many marketers use tools such as lead pages or click funnels for this. Now, those tools cost money and aren't necessary if you're using a modern Word, WordPress theme such as FarmPress. Now, I mean, I can quickly create landing pages on my site within minutes without any of those paid tools, just as members of the Small Farm Nation Academy can. But regardless of how you do it, creating a landing page is the first step. Because when you announce your product, when you try to create buzz, you have to give people a place to go, right? The people, they have to have a place to go to act on this, a place to sign up. And what you're doing here is trying to build an opt-in email list for your upcoming product launch. That's why it's so critical in the PLF approach to make two things clear on the landing page. You've got two objectives here. 
One thing to make clear is that you're offering something of value for free. You're going to give them something that they want to get now. The second thing is that the person can't buy the product now, but needs to join the wait list now so they'll be the first to know when they can get it. And in exchange for joining that wait list, they're going to get the thing for free that you're offering. Now, have you seen this before? Have you ever tried to buy an online product? Maybe it's an online course or something like that, only to see that the course is currently closed or the membership is currently closed, but will reopen soon and you can be the first to know. And then you have to enter your email address to be notified, right? You've probably seen this in one way, shape, or form. It's very common. Now, if you haven't, or if you want to see this again, I absolutely utilize this approach in a couple places. I'm not going to tell you that I don't. So if you want to see it, go to, for example, smallfarmnation.com slash launchpad. And when you go to that page, you're going to see a landing page. And as you'll see, a landing page can be on your own website. When you go there, you're not going to lead pages. You're not going to ClickFunnels. You're going to my WordPress site that I host, and that's a landing page that I created on my site. I can easily create that. It doesn't take any time. But what is a landing page? So, again, if you go to smallfarmnation.com slash launchpad, you're going to see a form to complete if you want to get the free video training that I'm offering on that page. But unlike the rest of my website, what you won't see on that page is the typical navigation bar at the bottom or the top that allows you to go to About Me or my blog or my podcast. I've removed all of those navigation links. They're removed from that page, and that's the essence of what a landing page is. On a landing page, you want to take away any of those options that are distracting you have only one goal on your landing page, and that is to convert the visitor into an email subscriber. And you do this by offering something of so much value that the person happily shares the email address. And you don't want to confuse them with links to the rest of your site because then you give them a, 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 an easy excuse to not sign up, to go look at something else. Now, on smallfarmnation.com slash launchpad, I entice you with three free video trainings on farm marketing. More than that, really, I mean, I include videos on creating a one-page farm business plan and include downloadable templates. So people interested in running a profitable farm sign up and watch the free videos. And those videos relate directly to the product I'd like to offer them, which is my membership community, Small Farm Nation Academy. Com. Now, if I were selling raw milk and wanted to build an email list of prospective new customers, my three videos could be on making simple cheeses at home or yogurts or something of value that related directly to the product I was selling, in that case, raw milk. If I had a flower farm and wanted to build an email list of prospective brides or wedding customers, it could be videos about planning, selecting, and styling floral arrangements to create the perfect day. And I'd market that free training to publications and wedding planners, and I might use Facebook advertising to drive people to that landing page. So there are lots of ways you can do this. But that doesn't mean these tactics should be central to your farm marketing, not at all. And I'll talk about why not in a bit. But back to understanding this product launch formula approach. You've defined a product that you want to market, but 
it's not available right now. It can't be. Otherwise, you give people no reason to sign up for your email list. So to entice them to sign up, you've created something of value to give them. Now they're on your email list and the fun begins. The most fundamental product launch formula model, the one that Jeff Walker started with and still uses, pretty much goes like this. A landing page to collect email addresses is created. The subscriber then goes into an automated email sequence. The first email they get sends a freebie to the subscriber. Usually it's a link to an online video. Email number two is going to send the subscriber to the second video in the series. Email number three is going to send them to the third video in the series or whatever the free offer is, but it's almost always three videos. And then later they're going to get access to a fourth video, which is going to tell them all about the product that's being sold. Now, a few days after those emails, the subscriber will receive another email telling them, Hey, good news. We'll be opening this course or product or site or whatever very soon. Then in a couple of days, the subscriber gets an email that the shopping cart is now open and they can now sign up for what they've been waiting for. And the emails they've received prior to this, the videos or whatever, have all been to create excitement for this opportunity. But as these emails now make clear, the subscriber needs to act quickly because the shopping cart will only be open for a few days. Sometimes it's a few hours, but it's usually like three days or sometimes up to a week. After that, the opportunity goes away and the person can't sign up even if they want to. Even if they were on vacation, they missed it. Sorry, you can't sign up. And the marketer means it. Once the door is closed, it's closed. So this is only going to give you a limited amount of time to purchase the product. It could be 48 hours. It could be one week. It could be 72 hours. Whatever you decide as the product owner, that's what it's going to be. Now, managing this is usually done by deadline funnels or a similar tool that tracks your IP address and puts a timestamp on you. So you only have X amount of time to buy or you're going to miss out and you can't get in. And that's how the entire process works. Now, to give you another example, let you see this if you want to, just go to smallfarmnationacademy.com. Depending on when you're listening to this episode, you'll likely see something um, that you'll, you'll probably see a whole page of what's included in the academy, but you can't buy it. You can't sign up for the academy. You have to click Request Invite. And the reason that's done, the reason I do that is because I want to get you on my email list so that I can tell you more about the Academy. When you complete the request invite form on smallfarmnationacademy.com, you're then going to get a few emails that tell you what's coming. This is the pre-launch buzz. I mean, in those emails I send you, you still can't sign up. It's just information about the Academy. It's behind the scenes information. Um, it's frequently asked questions. It's all that kind of stuff. It's just the buzz to get you more interested so that you can start to visualize and assess whether or not this is for you. So it's designed to get you excited and it show you that help is on the way. So I mentioned just a few minutes ago that there are normally three emails in the product launch formula sequence for videos one, two, and three. But really in most cases, there are many more emails. I mean, in my launch pad sequence, there are eight emails and that's before my membership site is open to you. 
After that, there are another five emails in a three-day period when my membership site is open. So there's 13 emails that you get because there's emails that you're about to get this video lesson tomorrow. Then there's an email that you got the video lesson. Then there's the one afterwards. Did you like the video lesson? And, and you do it that way because, as you probably know, if you do email marketing, open rates you know, are nowhere near 100%. You know, you, there might be 20%, 25% or whatever. So sending the person an email at three times to open training or the freebie is a good idea. And people then, after they get the opportunity to sign up for your paid content or your, your CSA or your online course or whatever, they either sign up and become customers or they don't. If they don't, they stay on your email list for general newsletters or whatever, but they can't go back to the shopping cart page and sign up for your product because in the PLF model, the cart is closed. Now, you've probably seen this, right? You go to a site that says you just missed out. Oh, we're not currently open. We'll be open later or we'll be open soon, but you just missed it. Now, this, of course, isn't quite true, is it? I mean, you can't get the product right now, so it's true in that sense, but it's a lie in the sense that the product could be made available. It's not like they're out of them. It's not like I really couldn't take members of the Small Farm Nation Academy right now. But the marketer wants to get your email address first. And, and it's a good question to ask, why don't you just make it where they can buy right now? I mean, why do they have to go through this process? But that's going to get to the element of scarcity which I'm going to talk about in just a bit. Hey, Small Farm Nation. Ever wonder why some farms have a wait list of loyal customers while you work an off-farm job and struggle just to stay afloat? Well, the secret to having a thriving farm business isn't a secret at all. It's called marketing. Successful farms know that marketing is the first priority because without customers willing to pay the prices you require, your farm can't survive. But here's some exciting news if you struggle with farm marketing. Now you can become a farm marketing ninja just by joining smallfarmnationacademy.com. Small Farm Nation Academy is jam-packed with farm marketing video lessons, downloadable resources, mastermind calls with successful farmers, and a rich community forum. If you're struggling with your farm's website, you can even get a modern farm press website for your farm included for free if you'd like. And get this, if you'd like personal guidance specific to your farm business, you're in luck. Because SmallFarmNationAcademy.com members get one-to-one -one coaching from Tim Young, free, anytime. It's like having Tim as your on-call farm marketing mentor. By applying what you'll learn in Small Farm Nation Academy, you'll become the preferred brand in your market. So instead of struggling to find customers, customers will seek you out. Isn't it time that you made marketing the priority of your farm business? So head over to SmallFarmNationAcademy.com right now and get growing. Okay, so why do I use a PLF approach sometimes on my site? And why would I be leery of using this in a farm business? Well, as it relates to smallfarmnationacademy.com, it's because I have an online niche product that's not geographically sensitive. So I do have something online that someone can buy if they're a prospective customer for it. And one of my goals is to build an email list of people who genuinely are interested in my help. I want to share my podcast with them. I want to share my free training with them. And if they want more advanced training and if they want personal help, I want to make my paid membership site 
available to them. So this approach helps me to do that. So by putting up that landing page at smallfarmnationacademy.com with the invite, it allows me to qualify people. Because if you're not willing to say, hey, I want to request an invite and give me your email address, trust me, you're not interested in anything I have to offer. So it's a way for me to qualify if you're the right person for the kind of content I'm trying to share in the academy. If I haven't earned that amount of trust with my content, then you're not interested in what I have to offer. And I certainly don't want you in the academy because I'm not going to be able to help you. So that's my goal. And it fits with this approach. Now, I also want to help prospective customers understand what smallfarmnationacademy.com is really about before they join. And I can do that by giving them several days to read what I share in emails about the academy. Now, this actually flies in the face of what sales funnels are designed to do, right? Because normally you want to accept the sale right away. I mean, hey, if someone hits your website and wants to buy, then you want to take the order, right? But I usually steer in the opposite direction from that. Now, I know that doesn't seem to make sense, but the thing I don't want is for people to buy something from me and then feel like it was an impulse buy or it's not what they wanted. So I like the idea of getting them on my list. Then... I do my best to honestly share stories and information about what to expect, including behind the scenes videos and information and some testimonials and what other people experience. So they can then, when the opportunity presents itself, make an intelligent decision a week later or 10 days later or whenever. So ironically, I'm not trying to sell in my emails, but rather guide them to show that I understand where they are, what they're going through, and tell them what I offer so that they can then determine if it's a good fit for them. So in that sense, I don't use the funnels exactly the way they're intended because I only want members who want to be there. I don't want just sales. And with online products and with uh, the typical PLL formula, you just want to get sales. You want to get people clicking and buying. Now, some of this may not be applicable to you. You may have something where you really need to get people there for a farm event or for a CSA sign-up or whatever. I mean, I totally get it. I've been there. But another goal of mine with this online product I have is to manage the onboarding process because smallfarmnationacademy.com is a membership site. It's not an online course. If it were an online course, you know, I've said this before on podcast episodes, I would just record the videos. I would put it up and give you all the resources, all the cheat sheets, all the email templates, all that stuff, you know, and then you could just go grab it and it wouldn't take any of my time after I've created it. Once it's created, it's created. But while smallfarmnationacademy.com does have a lot of farm marketing courses inside it, I mean, it's got over a hundred video lessons. It's not a course per se. It's an online membership community. I mean, it's got cheat sheets, email templates, and all that stuff too, but it's, it's something that requires me to be there every day. And as every member of smallfarmnationacademy.com knows, I'm in there inside the academy every day answering questions for farmers on website problems they have or whether it's, and that's whether it's with another website platform such as Squarespace or Shopify or anything else, you know, it could be anything other than farm press. Or I'm in there helping them figure out how to price their farm products or how to display weights on their products on their website 
um, or whatever it may be. I'm in there, you know, all the time. That's the way a membership site in the academy works. And so it takes a lot of my time to be available for members. And then, of course, there's the one-to-one coaching section inside the academy. That's where members start, you know, a private coaching thread with me and ask specific questions about their farm business strategy or should they open a new enterprise or should they lease this farmland and pay this for it or whatever or can I look at their email sequences or what advice do I have on their website design and copywriting and logo design or whatever it may be. So there's a lot of time there and I need to manage the onboarding process to make sure that I don't bring in too many members. I need people to be qualified and get the right people in there. So for these reasons, this formula works okay for me. But still, I don't feel great about it because I inherently just don't like and don't trust the websites that use this product launch formula approach. I mean, I understand very well what they're trying to do and what the tactics are they're using. They're trying to use scarcity and they're trying to manipulate me into buying something. And here I am doing the same damn thing on my site. So I don't like it. And that leads me to why... I'd be leery of doing this in most farm situations. That doesn't mean there aren't situations where you could do this on a farm or I would do this on a farm, and I'll walk through some of those, but it absolutely would not be core to how I would market a farm business. So my primary marketing objective on a farm is and would be in building my farm brand. That is your most important marketing asset. might be your most important business asset to build a respected farm brand. Now, think of any farms or restaurants or whatever you want to think about out there. Think about the ones that you admire and think about what you admire about them. What are the attributes about that that you admire? Is it because they had a slick product launch formula and sold you through a sales funnel? I doubt it. Is it because you trust them? You've heard good things about them because of what they've said, because of how they've said it in their blogs or on their website or how they've said it in speeches or in articles or things like that. Probably. We want to build respected brands on our farm because we're selling to people in our community. We are a local food business in almost all cases, unless you're shipping nationwide. But even then, you're still primarily going to be a local food business. And we absolutely do not want to be perceived as corporate marketers, as slick marketers. And when you get into things like, you know, tricky sales funnels and slick automation and marketing gimmicks, you got to use them with caution. You got to be careful how you come across. We don't want to be perceived as, you know, these big corporate marketers out there. We want to be perceived as part of the local community. We are the people that you know. We're the people that you go to church with or in your social clubs or whatever. I'm Joe down the street or I'm Sally or I'm Tim. I'm your farmer. Yes, you know, I have marketing tools at my disposal that can help me, but I'm not trying to manipulate you into buying. So I don't want to be perceived that way. And that's the problem with sales funnels. You know this. You've been through this. And regarding this advice I've seen a few times and heard a few times about you don't need a website. That's ridiculous. It's awful advice. You absolutely need a website. This is even worse advice than what people were given years ago when they were told, you don't need a website. You just need a Facebook page. Please. I've talked about that, you know, ad nauseum. That's awful advice. Of course, you need to own your own website because it's your marketing hub. 
That's where you drive people to. If you want to have a sales funnel, fine, have a sales funnel. But the idea of using lead pages or click funnels or something like that, and only that and not needing a website is just bizarre to me. Having a website that you drive people to is really important for you protecting and establishing your farm brand. This is going to be where you're going to talk about you. It's going to be where you're going to share your story. It's going to be where hopefully you do content marketing and some blogging and some podcasting or one of those, because that's going to be a great way to come across as real and share your story. It's where you're going to put up your images of your farm and your experiences. You're not going to do that on a landing page, on lead pages or in a sales funnel. And it's certainly, certainly going to help you with search engine optimization, which you'll get none of when you do those standalone sales funnels on one of those third-party platforms. And SEO is as important as ever. Because if you don't think that people still search online for what they're looking for, you go a week without using Google. You go a week without saying, Alexa or Siri, what is this? Or whatever. All of this relies on search engines. So you want to be found when people search for grass-fed beef or local honey or whatever you offer. And 90% plus of search engine traffic happens on Google. And that's a constant trend. They're not using Bing or anything else. It's Google. So you want to be found on Google and a website that's optimized for SEO is going to help you show up and be found so that people can find you. But most important, my goal as a farm marketer is to build trust with my community and with anyone who discovers my farm brand. And in no way do I want to come across as gimmicky or trying to sell something that someone doesn't want or need. So you'll have to ask yourself this question here and be honest about this. When you see sites, including mine, that you go through and it says, we're closed now or we're not open now, but sign up for the wait list. Do you find yourself frustrated and asking, why can't I sign up now? Do you feel like you're being a little bit manipulated? I mean, even on my site, smallfarmnationacademy.com, all you have to do is put in your email address to get an invite. That's it. But I get emails often from people yelling at me. Why can't I join right now? You know, why do you have to do this? It doesn't make any sense to me. And I totally get it. I mean, it's frustrating. But I explained to them in a response email what I just explained to you because I want to share more information about what the Academy is before asking them to make a purchasing decision of $400 a year or $120 a quarter. Now, granted, compared to alternatives, those prices are a hell of a deal. I mean, I see people selling online classes to farmers for $2,000 and up, but I still know how tight finances are in farming. So a farmer deserves the opportunity to make an informed decision, even on 400 bucks. Now, there is one good takeaway from things like the product launch formula that I haven't talked about that I think you can and should implement in your marketing. But you don't need to implement this in a sales funnel. One of the things that's at the heart of the way Walker's PLF model works is the tactic of storytelling. If you go through any of those sequences, including some of mine when you get my emails, what you're going to see is the person sharing real stories about how they got started. Now, Jeff Walker is a master of this. 
I mean, if you read his book, Product Launch Formula, you'll know he shares stories about how he just needed to come up with a solution to sell something to make money, and he stumbled across this formula, and he was able to write it down and, and put it into a formula format or whatever. And it doesn't matter what site you go to, whether you're looking at an online blogging course or a farm marketing course, they're going to be sharing stories about how they struggled and how they uncovered the solution that helped them to achieve what they wanted. And they're writing in such a way that it's going to resonate with you. So that's not a bad thing. That's an approach you should take in your blog post or in your email marketing. And lots of farmers do. They talk about how they had a health issue and that led them to raw milk or a certain food or a dietary change or whatever. And they do that in a way that resonates with other people who are experiencing the same thing. Now, I've interviewed farmers here on Small Farm Nation that do a great job in their marketing. When I interviewed, for example, Paul from Pasture Bird and Primal Pastures a few weeks ago, you know, they do a really good job in their emails. Paul does an excellent job of actually sharing their values and the problems with factory farming and inspiring people to act without beating them over the head. He shares a really good story about what led them to choose their lifestyle. And the nice thing about that is that all of us as farmers have that same story. We all opted out of something or, or, you know, or chose this lifestyle, which is not the most lucrative lifestyle in the world. I mean, even if you inherited the farm, you had other alternatives out there, but you chose this lifestyle. We all chose this because of some values that we have, because of some needs that we have, and the idea of sharing stories in a way that resonates with your community can convey that. So storytelling is a great tactic for any aspect of marketing, so definitely incorporate that into your about page and into your blog post and into your email marketing and all of that. And another great takeaway from sales funnels that I've covered on other episodes is asking people to buy, asking them to take action. And this is a mistake that lots of business owners and farmers in particular make. That is, they'll just send out an email and it doesn't tell a story and it doesn't ask the reader to buy. It just gives them a farm update or whatever. But you're not really asking people to do anything. You must, you must ask your constituents to do something, to take action. And you need to give them a reason to do that. You want to inspire them and then ask for their support. Something like, look, I need your help to continue farming this way. This is really important for the community for X reasons. I need your help. You can help me by blank, 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 by going to this restaurant and requesting my products, by going to this retailer and asking them why they don't carry my farm's products, by coming to my farm and buying this product, by coming to this farm dinner, by referring your friends to the farm and asking them to buy this product, by hosting a new delivery site location for me so I can drop off products, by inviting your neighbors to join my delivery club. I mean, there's a whole bunch of things that you can do to ask your constituents to take action. But you achieve those best without sales funnels and marketing gimmicks. You achieve those by cultivating relationships through building a strong farm brand, by getting people to support you, by being there for them on an ongoing basis. I mean, Sales funnels may work. They do work in many instances. 
but they are meant to be transitory. They are meant to be used for limited product offerings. Now, there are times when you do have a limited number of heritage turkeys or whatever, but I never needed a sales funnel to sell Asaball pigs or heritage turkeys or cheese. What I did need was a strong, reputable farm brand and a robust email list. So that's what I focused on. Now, can you use sales funnels to build an email list? Sure, but I think it's a bit gimmicky. There are times when you can use them, but you don't want to use gimmicks and sales funnels as the heart of your marketing strategy for your farm and local food business. You want to focus on building a brand, earning trust, and coming across as the opposite of corporate marketing, as the opposite of big agriculture, of big business. You want to be there for your community. So take from this episode what you will, but let's not overcomplicate marketing. Let's focus on the fundamentals. Have a great website. Make sure it's optimized for list building. Build your brand honestly and credibly. Get out there and tell people what you're all about and do so repeatedly. Believe me, there's a ton of customers out there for you. You don't need gimmicks to build your farm business. And you need to stop believing that there's some secret that you don't know that some of these other farms or businesses out there figured out. Some secret that if you could just copy, you could replicate success. That's not it. Every entrepreneur always seems to think that, but it's not true. Building your farm from a marketing point of view is very much like building your soil's organic matter. It doesn't happen overnight. It happens over time as the result of doing the right thing on an ongoing basis. And doing the right things from a marketing point of view means sharing your story, building your brand, and building a tribe of loyal fans. Giving them a reason to jump on your bandwagon. Telling them what you want them to do and letting them actively be a part of what you're building with your farm. Share with people why you're doing what you're doing and invite them to be part of that process because that's what they want too. They want to be part of something special, right? Don't we all? Sales funnels and marketing gimmicks aren't special, but you are. And what you're doing is market effectively and prioritize marketing every day, and you will build a great and memorable farm business. Thank you for listening to Small Farm Nation. If your goal is to own a thriving farm business with loyal customers who gladly pay you the prices you deserve, check out smallfarmnationacademy.com. Small Farm Nation Academy includes hundreds of video and audio lessons, farm stock images, a community forum, business plan templates, and resources that will help you market and grow your farm business. Plus, you get a state-of-the-art Farm Press website free with your membership if you want one. And that includes hosting and email unlimited accounts. And get this, as a Small Farm Nation Academy Academy member, you get personal one-to-one coaching from Tim free anytime you'd like. Small Farm Nation Academy is like having Tim as your own personal farm marketing and business mentor on call, but at a fraction of the cost of in-person consulting. And Small Farm Nation Academy has a full, no questions asked, seven-day money-back guarantee. So there's zero risk to you. The time to start marketing and growing your farm business is now. If you're serious about having a profitable, thriving farm business, join smallfarmnationacademy.com today. If you enjoyed this show, please share the love by leaving a five-star rating and review on iTunes, and by introducing Small Farm 
Farm Nation to anyone interested in farming or local food. Thanks for your support, and until next time, thanks for being part of Small Farm Nation. Small Farm Nation.